0: Hello, this is Jessica Jimeno, and you are listening to Flip Switch, the podcast and blog that helps teens and 20-somethings understand depression and bipolar disorder. To celebrate Minority Mental Health Awareness Month, for the month of July, I'm interviewing people of different ethnic backgrounds who have a lot to show us about the intersection of culture and mental health. Today, you'll hear my interview with an Hispanic pastor who talks about depression and bipolar disorder in his family.
1: My name is Victor and I am from the Chicago area, originally from Puerto Rico. I am 51 years old. I currently work as a minister in a local church But I have grown up for many years in the engineering industry. My undergraduate is in engineering, but I did some theological studies afterwards.
0: What personal experience do you have with bipolar disorder and depression?
1: My wife suffered in 1996 a major depression, and I have a daughter that suffers of bipolar disorder.
0: What values are most important to Puerto Rican or Hispanic culture?
1: One of the most important values in the Hispanic culture is family. Many activities are centered around the family. Celebrations, birthday parties, dinners, Christmas, Easter. But also there's another value that I think is very important is uh, we call it machismo, Although it has many negative connotations, there's also some positive into it, and that is the father is a very central figure within the family, a figure of authority, a figure that keeps everything together and running the family altogether. I believe that within the Hispanic culture, spirituality is also very important. Many families grow up having spiritual values, believing in God, at least becoming deist is very rare to find within the Hispanic culture an atheist. Uh, not that there are any, but uh, most of them have ingrained in them since very little belief in God, uh, sense of, of church, a sense of duty toward religion, so there is a spiritual value within the culture as well.
0: Pastor Victor, in what ways, if any, does your culture make it harder to get help?
1: For one, It is a stigma to have any type of mental illness or disorder because most people view it as something negative and they look down upon it. Another reason why it's difficult to find help within the Hispanic culture is that people feel that they are looked down upon, not just in the stigma of people, but that they are less valued. Nobody wants to have something wrong with them. Nobody wants to have other people look down upon them. And I think thirdly, is the spiritual value, there's a stigma there as well in which people think that it's either demonic or spiritual forces working upon the person, and therefore people don't feel very comfortable seeking professional help.
0: How would you describe your church's makeup?
1: Our church is a multi-ethnic church, mainly on the Asian side, but we have a multiplicity of ethnic groups represented. We have Filipinos, we have Koreans, Chinese, and in the minority we have some Caucasian, African-American and Hispanics.
0: From leading a racially diverse church, what have you learned about the relationship between culture and mental health?
1: There is no doubt that every culture has its struggles in how they view mental health some cultures the stigma is stronger than in others. I would categorize the Hispanic culture to be somewhat in the middle in terms of attitudes towards a mental illness, but I believe that every culture has its own stigma, stronger or weaker, has its own social values and issues to deal with.
0: your wife diagnosed with depression in
1: 1996 she suffered a breakdown she was not able to function as she usually did in the home or otherwise she was not able to keep up with the home and she was not able to keep up with the kids and though she tried very hard it was very obvious that she was struggling to make it all work she would cry very often feel like she was not being adequate, she felt like she was not performing as a wife, as a mother, and she really felt like all the efforts of the world were not enough to compensate for it. And after seeing her through that for a time, I convinced her to go to a specialist, a psychiatrist, so that she could be evaluated And she was diagnosed with major depression. She was prescribed some medication and she was also prescribed a clinic that took place for a couple of weeks in which she was not there 24-7 but she would go to the program. It was a day program. She would go to the program and travel back and forth from home.
0: How is your wife doing today?
1: Oh, she's doing great. Nowadays she's not suffering of major depression at the moment. She is on medication and after that program she has been able to increase her coping skills and she is functioning very well in the home as a wife, as a mother, and all other areas as well.
0: How was your daughter diagnosed with bipolar disorder?
1: That was more complicated. It was not an easy diagnosis. 2005 was the trigger point for her depression. She had a friend that was her best friend and that best friend was shot at a party It was a very tragic death that to this day I don't even understand, but the death of her friend triggered a great depression in her. She was not the same after that. The grief of the loss of her friend, in the beginning we thought it was just that, it was just grief for her friend, but as time went on and she was not able to recover and she continued to cry very often and feel down and not feeling energetic enough to having trouble getting out of bed and all those symptoms we realized that there was something more so we took her to a psychiatrist that made an evaluation and she was diagnosed with major depression at that time and she was given some antidepressants which in the beginning was very frustrating because the antidepressants she was prescribed did not work at all it actually made things worse and it took some trial and error to find the right medication for her to feel a little better. It was four or five years later when she got married that she actually had her first manic episode. So up to that point, we thought that she suffered a major depression, we didn't know about the manic side. The episode was after the wedding, her husband went back to Korea, he was in the military, And she had the dream of going with him to be in Korea. And since she was not able to, the military denied her to stay with her husband in Korea. She had to stay in the States. She went definitely off the chart in terms of behavior. Very wild, very wired, up all the time, couldn't sleep, and very destructive behaviors towards herself. It was very scary. It was very traumatic for the whole family.
0: Tune in next time. In the next podcast, you'll hear how Pastor Victor and his family endured his daughter's first manic episode. You'll hear his scariest moment battling bipolar disorder and his most hopeful moment. But before the next podcast, you can always hear other podcasts and read my blogs, on the Flip Switch page at wwwbpkidsorg forward slash flip switch forward slash podcast. Leave a comment. Be heard. This is Jessica Jimeno signing off and saying thank you for listening to Flip Switch.